Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching the N Word for Nerd podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I'm sitting here with a great cast of people. But before we jump into this cast, because if anybody's watching the show, you probably notice on something a little different, unless you're racist and say they all look alike. But they we'll get into that to a second. <laughs> before we jump sorry, into that, please remember to like, share, subscribe to Head Cannon Circus everywhere on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor FM, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Again, Head Cannon Circus everywhere. And if you're doing it on YouTube, please remember to hit the bell so you can be notified when we post. So outside of the races, like, you know, the Duke of Nerds, we have a new member of the team. Uh, finally, the paperwork got completed. We can finally fire Jaren's ass. And he couldn't see us. So <laughs> we had an opening for a new token white man to come on the show. And we said, you know, who better than someone who's commented on the show and explained to us the difference between white shit and black shit. And he actually broke it down beautifully. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, what's going on, Josh? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. There are some nuances with the white shit and the black people shit. So I just wanted to clear it up for you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, he did a great job. Except for Jason, Thank the you. Duke of all nerds, did answer that, you know, he was he was white that made all the people drink the Kool-Aid. So technically saying, Jim Jones, <laughs> even though my grandfather's name is it's Jim true, Jones. but we're talking about the people who are drinking the Kool-Aid. Touche. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but also, too, let's be real. If owns the Kool-Aid sweet, we'll drink Kool-Aid no matter what it if is. If it's purple Kool-Aid, <laughs> hell yeah, we're drinking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking twice. <laughs> Which surprises me because the white people made the Kool-Aid and they don't usually add enough sugar. So I'm surprised we drink mm. it. But I digress. The Duke of Nerds, what's going on? Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Duke of Nerds, how's it going today, man? It's another beautiful day in paradise. I tried to teach my kid how to make Kool-Aid, and he was like, is this enough sugar? I'm like, no, that's not enough sugar. Put a whole thing in there. <laughs> you know it's enough sugar, but you take the first sip and you go, oh, that's when you got enough sugar right there. <laughs> when your teeth feel like it's about to fall out. Uh, you want to make sure your spoon <laughs> is able to stand up in the middle of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> This might, oh, be exposing, this might be exposing uh, my whiteness, but I've never even had Kool-Aid. Good for you. What? It's not healthy for you. Never it's tried not it healthy before. for you. I mean, I'm not, no. it's not a oh, healthy thing. That it's hurts just, my heart. It was never in my house growing up, you know? Yeah, oh, man. Smart. Smart. Only they didn't want you to Kool-Aid. We couldn't even go to, like, <laughs> yeah, we went to, like, a restaurant. We had to get water. So anytime we had anything that was, like, not water was Kool-Aid. <laughs> that was it. Maybe yeah. we would get, like, a Coke if it was, like, a holiday, like you would get cokes or something. <laughs> but, but other than that, it was Kool Aid or nothing. <laughs> Hold on, Jason, you had cokes in your stockings and for Christmas. Yeah, here you go. It's a warm can of coke. That's what you get. It's Christmas. Enjoy your life. <laughs> it's better than water. Uh, so <laughs> one warm oh, can man. of coke. <laughs> well, then officially we have uh, outlined Jaron by getting someone who's never had Kool Aid before. Congratulations. Good job hiring it's an, team. It's HR. An honor. We appreciate it's an honor. it. Thank you very much. <laughs> we have I Trapped the Devil. I believe it's 2019 film. Uh, so the synopsis here. Hoping for a joyful family reunion, Matt and his wife pay a surprise visit to the home of his estranged brother, Steve, to celebrate Christmas. To their shock, they soon learn that Steve has a hostage in his basement. A man he claims is the devil. Uh, all right, welcome back, everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Got that out the way. Nice and smooth there. I'll start off here. Um, 
trapped in <laughs> I trapped the devil is in the details because this movie doesn't want you to focus on any details. They just want you to enjoy what is working out in front of you. Um, I feel like when you start questioning parts of this movie, it falls apart. But a lot of the times, if you're questioning parts of this movie, it's because you haven't bought into the premise. As I mentioned before, how I wish that uh, Night Teeth was a bottle episode. This was a bottle movie. Like, you pretty much have three characters, not including the devil. Uh, or the gentleman trapped behind the, the door. Whether he's the devil or not, it, we don't know. Right, right. It has to work. This movie relies on their shoulders, and it has to work in that work because of them. The part that I think hurts this movie a little bit is, like, these three people aren't the best actors. And that's where sometimes the movie hits me a little harder because if the acting was better in this movie, I feel like this movie would have been one of the greats because of the premise and how they break it down from scene structure to how they play with the tropes of is this mental health? Is this real? Oh, crap. Is this real? Is it the devil, though? Oh, crap. It possibly is. So he wasn't crazy, but is he going crazy? Is it because of the devil? Is it because of symptoms of uh, of mental health? Like, you play with a bunch of questions here that are pretty dope. If the acting was stronger, I think the emotions, and it would have resonated a lot better, I think, if the acting was better. Even with that said, with the acting not being the greatest, I thought everything they did to pull you into this movie works. One of the bigger things they do to pull you in this movie, I thought work almost should be a masterclass is the music in this movie. Mm -hmm. If you listen to the music, you even hear through the music, the banging on like wood or something as if it's the door, but it's just the music playing in general scenes to put dread into it. That's just smart. That just adds extra element to like, is it okay? Is this what the guy Steve is hearing? Because you hear this racket all the time. Because even he had moments where he was seeing things, envisioning things. And so is this the, like the music we're hearing? Is that what he's hearing, that constant beating? Um, it was a lot going on here. And I do like the fact that they didn't harbor on the past trauma that was going on. They kind of alluded to it, but they didn't make that the focus of it. The focus still was, hey, homeboy got somebody up in his, in his basement. What the hell? Like. Um, they did some, they did try to do some milk of building with hell, this book about the devil and oh, look at the crime rates, the 1% crime rate. Though. And that's what I liked about it because they gave you enough to say, Hey, we kind of thought about this, but don't waste your time on that. Let's just keep moving right on along. Let me show you something else in this other room. So I did admire that. Um, outside of that, man, it just, I felt like the movie was well done. I just feel like. The thing that was missing was, like a movie like this, you need an epic performance. You need to leave this movie thinking such and such acted their ass off in this one. It didn't happen, and I think that's what lets down the movie for me. But other than this, man, I, I kind of dug it, man. What What are your thoughts, uh, Jason? All right, so um, I got some notes. <laughs> uh, and there are a lot of uh, – this, this movie is some white people shit right here. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> so firstly you know if my brother says yo i got someone locked up in the basement i'm like i love you bro i'm out of here i'm just yep. gonna leave i ain't telling nobody i'm not gonna snitch but i ain't staying <laughs> we're gonna get back in the car and we're gonna drive away and we ain't gonna talk about this ever again <laughs> and we ain't coming back <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna sit here and have this ethical debate about whether or not he's a devil or not. I'm just like, you do you. I'm out. I don't want to be involved in this whatsoever. <laughs> um, I love how in these horror movies, like people just be snooping around people's houses. Like, 
This is your first time here. You're just going to be under, under people's beds. Fine. He has a gun upstairs. Well, he lives here, so he can have a gun upstairs if he wants. I mean, this is America. <laughs> but other than that, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, it is definitely like there's nothing that is scary other than the premise that these people don't know that whether or not their brother is insane or not. And as the movie goes, it progresses. I mean, we know that he's probably telling the truth but like they don't know that but like it's also uh really cool that um he's also is insane <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he is yeah. Insane. there's no doubt about that and like it's just like a cool like uh just a dramatic sort of like well shot sort of movie uh yeah the acting isn't great but like i feel like that works for me because it wouldn't be this polished sort of thing if you're dealing in this situation of your brother has kidnapped a person and he's downstairs locked in the basement. You're not going to be all like, oh, this is Cambridge. Uh, the Horatio, I knew him well. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's going to be some 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 terrible moments in that. Um, I can't, And I kind of feel like once they take the cross off the door and now you hear the person start to talk to them, I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's the devil. Because <laughs> we didn't hear him. We've been in this basement for like five minutes and he didn't say shit to us. But once we took the cross down off the door, he starts talking to us. He has the devil. You're right, brother. I'm still going to leave. You got to deal with this on your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I believe you, but I'm going to leave because I don't know why I would stay around if there's either a kidnapped person in the house or the devil. I'm not going to hang around for this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry to all my brothers. I got a lot of them. I love them, but I'm leaving. And I will hope they will leave me too. <laughs> if I have a person right. in my basement. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. that, it's, it's, it's not a scary movie, but it is a tense movie. And I really, and I especially really enjoyed the ending. Uh, when you see what's inside the box, it's not a yeah. human head. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. Um, Josh, your thoughts on I Trapped the Devil? Well, you're right. It's some white people shit because if it was my brother, I probably would have stayed and tried to like figure it out and help him out. <laughs> and once I took the cross down, though, I, I would have been out of there, too, uh, at that point. Um, unfortunately, uh, my daughter was just causing like the biggest ruckus when I was trying to watch this, and I couldn't really just put myself into the movie but it was that kind of movie where Mm -hmm. you got to just like be in a quiet room and everything so i didn't get the full effect of the movie and i missed the last five minutes of the movie which i mean i don't know what was in the box Um, (laughs) it's not a human head (laughs) that that i know now (laughs) i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to rewatch it but definitely good at building uh tension and dread which i love um I also didn't have a problem with the acting, um, sound design, music. Everything was great. Yeah, pretty much everything you guys said. It was a on-point little movie, and it achieved what it was trying to achieve. I will say this. Um, my wife did because she was watching it with me. That's how I know it was a pretty good movie because she doesn't want to watch any horror, but she sat down and stayed in there. She did hit one thing to me that kind of what, I, what she said, and I was like, oh, huh, huh. She was like, how the hell did they get that thing in, in the, the basement anyway? I was thinking that. <laughs> I was uh, like, you lure the devil. Yeah, you're right. It's a cheese. You put it in there. 
And the devil's like, ah, geez, I love this. And you <laughs> shut the door behind him. <laughs> gotcha. So my, my thought, okay, we'll go into a quick spoiler convo on it just because uh, I have a thought on, on that. So we're going to do spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. My thoughts were whatever trauma had happened with them, I'm thinking like the mother or the parent, whoever owned that house, because it was Canada Dad's remember the brother says we both have like this is both for our house. Like so my I'm house thinking, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the mother trapped the devil somehow and did all the stuff and put it up. And then when she passes, he probably was going in and inherited or cleaned it up or whatever and realized this was what's going on in the basement. Probably took took the cross off and then heard homeboy start talking and stuff and was like, oh shit. And put it back on, and that's what going still doesn't explain how it trapped. But I felt like that's a better explanation of how we got to the moment where we see it. It's like they I, they think the tragedy. My, my wife thinks the tragedy. Whatever happened in the home was related to the mother, and the mother had trapped the devil back there, and she passed away from insanity because obviously homeboy was starting to go insane, and that's yes, how yes, the devil like, in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so that that was my theory, and I was like. She was part of my wife's, and then I kind of expanded upon it. And I'm like, that makes probably the best sense I can think of. Because other than that, I, and then also, you know, the thing if Jaren was here, shout out to Jaren, that's how much we miss and love him. We know the first thing he would have been like is, How's the devil not how to open up the door? So, because at the end of the point, some point you had to sneak him in there and lock all that stuff up, like without him just busting through the door. So, <laughs> I'd imagine so, since the cross has him subdued. You know, you don't hear him when the cross is up on the door. Like using that would probably have pushed him into the into the room, and then you were able to close the door after you've used the cross. But I'm also not a religious person, you know. And also, like, would the devil light the cross? Because that was used for human crucifixions. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, remember I said to my beat my review. Don't think too much about it because it falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, I mean, like, do you think like was this thing sort of inevitable that they were going to have this conflict because of his mental illness, or was it all the devil's doing? Do you know? Was it because you know at the end the, the wife was ended up believing the, the brother Karen, yeah. which I thought was it because Karen's the one sleeping around here like saying, "Oh no, he's motherfucking crazy," and then like then she goes. Oh no, he's he's telling the truth, but I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> right, so right. He felt it too, and and then you know I think the other brother's name was Kevin or Mark or some some generic. Yeah, uh, I think it was, Matt, was one Matt. That, I think it was Matt. Yeah, he was the one not really believing his brother, and you know I guess that's where the the conflict because he goes to go open the door even though his brother's breaking down, but. Damn, I, I probably would have shot the dude afterwards too. <laughs> yeah, you got you gotta die. You gotta die. Uh let's go on to our questions for this one. So but Josh watching in uh, because uh yeah, that the ending, voice yeah. you hear does not match up with what's in the box. Oh yeah. now I gotta yeah, now yeah, I gotta yeah. yeah. last five minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna do a full rewatch because I, I my daughter was going nuts, so I, yeah. I did not get the experience. Been there, done that. You gotta shake them; they yeah. stop moving after you shake. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is not a recommendation, to everybody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't abuse your kids. <laughs> oh man! So shake, hey, guys. I think we have done it again, man. We have another one in the books. Um, books. First and foremost, we want to thank Josh for coming through. 
and blessing Thank us you. and doing the show with us. Like I said before, you have my email. You always have an open invitation. If you ever set up one week, it's like, you know what? I want to jump on the show. Email me. Let me know. I'll see you like we did. See you what we're going to go over. And we'll rock and roll. I think next week. We're I'm going to do it one Ghostbusters. day. Oh, please. Hey, you're more than welcome. I mean, your hate of Gal Gadot alone gave you an <laughs> ultimate pass. You are in. Like, it's you know? a strong. It's a, it's a fire in my belly that I got for Gal Gadot. He said, if I catch uh, her on the street. <laughs> <laughs> It's like she owes him 20 bucks or something. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I need my money, gal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel sorry for somebody walking down the street that looks like her. <laughs> like, hey, hey, go, hey, come here. Right <laughs> I mean, I would probably be simping in real life if I saw her on the street, to be honest. We but, all would. We all would. Yeah. Behind the screen, be it's honest. just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as always, yes, thank you, Josh. Again, offer always stands. Let us know. Thanks, guys. Um, next week, we will be doing an all Ghostbusters edition of In Word for Nerd podcast. Uh, again, please, everybody, remember to share, like, and follow us on all of our places on Head Cannon Circus, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And like we say, we put up clips of the show. So if you want to look, listen to just one of our reviews, we'll have clips for that. And then next week, we'll bring back more comments because we did get some comments in this week. But I'll wait till next week to do that. So, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed what we were brought to you all. If you did not enjoy what we brought to you all, you can always comment and tell us how terrible we are. And we'll read your comments on, on there. And we will still clap back. But we'll still read it. <laughs> We'll still give you the pressure of reading it. And then I'll tell you to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) As always, Josh, thank you again. And Jason, Duke of all nerds, any closing words? You know, be kind, be considerate, and always tip your servers and bartenders 20%. All right. And, guys, thank you all for listening. We will see you all next week. And it wasn't out of head.